welcome to No Page Unturned, the podcast where Christina, Steph, and myself, Josh, go in-depth discussing books, mainly focusing on those written by BIPOC and LGBTQ plus authors. You don't have to read along with us, but be warned, there will be spoilers ahead. Okay, everybody, welcome to No Page Unturned. This is our Off the Books series where we uh, don't necessarily talk about a specific book, but as is with everything we do, books are heavily involved. Uh, I am joined today uh, by, uh, to be fair, friend uh, and emerging author, Paul Van Hoodigam. Uh Paul wrote the novel, which came out last year, The Chaos Portal. Uh, that So that is fully out now. Go pick it up. It's a super fun, easy read. It's especially, I know summer's almost over, but like it is it is a delightful summer read. But I would argue that it's a cozy fall read too. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Paul, thank you for coming on the show and and talking to me. Um, yeah, tell me, tell me all about the chaos portal. Where did it come from? How did it come about? What was that whole writing process like? Tell me everything. Well, um, like with uh, many people that I've talked to, um, the writing process started in that time where we were all con- uh, constrained to our houses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think the 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 major sort of spark um, for for the whole for the whole book itself was, uh, my love of character building and I it's never just it's sort of just always these characters that exist inside my head mm-hmm. and uh, most of the time I never do anything with them I just sort of like build these cool backstories and these interesting uh, people in, in my brain but but one day I was like okay I've got some time on my hands uh, and I I uh grabbed some of my roommates at, at the time and I was like what are some cool characters that could exist in the same world together uh and uh and we put our heads together and and we uh created these uh these uh three main characters which are the the three main characters in my book uh Cordelia who is um this young sort of uh, knowledgeable very well-read adventurer who has to uh leave the the constraints of her home to go out into the world to essentially save it from from the dark forces that are uh that are sort of appearing um next to her next to her hometown and then of course we uh we talked about what other interesting characters because we didn't want a, a fantasy world full of just humans mm-hmm. and and uh and rather than focusing on the elves and 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 dwarves that you might find in in Lord of the Rings or uh, or uh, a lot of uh, high fantasy books like that, we we wanted to go deep into the forests where you would find the gnomes, um, which are uh, similar to hobbits but a lot more. Uh, I guess kept to the forest. They they keep to themselves. They can. Uh, speak to the to the animals of the forest and uh, have that sort of uh, attunement with with nature itself and and uh, my one friend was like hey what if one of the gnomes has a twin but the twin is not uh, 
a gnome, the twins' spirit exists inside of a thing that the gnome uh, takes with them, and so uh, that's a little bit of a spoiler. But yeah. uh, I won't say I won't say more beyond that. Uh, but there's some unconventional characters, yes. and that was um, one of my favorite things. Actually, was that unconventional character because I thought that was a really like fun, creative choice. Absolutely, and it's so fun, uh, so fun to write that too because you have to sort of put yourself into the brain of something that doesn't have a brain anymore <laughs> that is just a, a floating intangible spirit um which is super super cool and, and and super interesting to 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 work on um but he he still has the connection with his twin they still have that that um that uh, spiritual connection between them uh, which is which is really fun to write to the 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 sibling uh, jibber jabber between them and um, and then of course uh, another character that that won't be seen until the end of the book yes. uh, but but is uh, seeming to be another uh, fan favorite which is a large uh, elephantine man um, because in my book uh, I explore. Uh, the different locations in this world. There's the worlds uh, that humanity has taken up, and then um, far to the north across the sea is an island of of animal uh, animal folk, animal people. Um, I'll just uh, live in their lives in in sort of these different biomes on on this uh, this island, um, and uh, and they go and meet him, and and they save him from uh the town that seems to be against him and, and they bring him onto their journey so it's 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 these three very uh four sorry always forget about the spirit uh there's uh these four uh very different people who are all brought in together on this common cause of uh of of saving the world from the dark forces that exist beyond the chaos portal which is um uh this sort of roiling mass that is that has been kept from the the eye of of the people that that live in, in this world that i've created and and so a lot of people don't know that the dark forces are coming and these three seem to be the only ones that are uh, on on this journey uh and and so they go together and they try and find the uh, guardians who have since disappeared from the main portal that uh, exists just outside of uh, Cordelia's hometown of Stonewater, so so it's sort of this this um, race against the clock adventure to to find the people that could um, stop the end of the world uh, and and have before, but they don't know where they are. So yeah, yeah, and, and so speaking of that, the actual chaos portal itself. Where did the idea mm -hmm. for that come? Because I found that to be a really interesting concept and. Yeah, the idea and like, you know, I mean, not to like, again, this is a minor spoiler, but you know, the idea that can like pop up little kind of sister portals around and those cause havoc. So it's, I don't know, it's, uh, it's something that is like constantly developing in my brain too. Like, uh, even after finishing the first book, I'm like, oh, what, what if it also does this? <laughs> and so, so I'm exploring that uh, as mm -hmm. I go on, but it's sort of like, I don't know, like, uh, how you can have one one portal to something as like so you have like say you have like a main door to your house but there's all like these other entrances that that you can get through you can you can uh, pop in through the window you can find that way through through like the 
the the cellar in the basement you could pop down the chimney and so all of these these little portals exist in this world but there's the one main doorway which is protected by the the guardians um and when the main doorway is opened all of those other little entranceways start opening up as well yeah i uh i mean you know again mild spoiler but like you're writing a sequel i know this yeah. so i'm mm -hmm. i'm excited to see uh what what becomes of yeah everything um Going back to your world a little bit, I one yeah. of my favorite things about the book was your world building. I thought that mm -hmm. was like a really interesting world. It was quite broad. They go to a lot of different places. So how was it kind of coming up with all of these different environments and populations and everything? I love world building. It's okay. one of my favorite <laughs> things. I, um, uh, I have been uh, a player and... Uh, a game master in in Dungeons and Dragons for like a long time now. Was this a D and D campaign since the beginning of university? And it's sort of just yeah, a little D and D campaign. That okay, I, run I was by like myself. reading it. And I was like, this feels like a D and D campaign. Okay, yeah. all right, I was right. Yes. Absolutely. And it's like, it's this thing where I'm like, I'm building these characters, I'm building this world. Why don't I let uh, my knowledge of of, of D D sort of slip in, in into this story that I'm, that I'm building? And it slipped so far in that uh, I actually let um, the dice control a lot about what happened too. <laughs> so I have like, uh, and I, I've even... Um, uh, I've I've taken a lot from Dungeons and Dragons, but I haven't like uh, I've, I've I've reshaped and, and retooled a, a few uh, little things uh, for my world. But but when whenever there's a big sort of conflict or a thing that I want to have tension, I will roll the dice and I will see if it happens mm. or if it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, it's sort of a character development point where I'm like, this character usually would do this, they can't. What do they do now? Uh, and then, uh, and I think that that's a fun sort of a uh, tool for for my writing too, so that I'm not just building this this story that has uh, this regular flow, but I'm sort of like chopping up the flow whenever something goes wrong, and then I have to improv uh, my way of finding what 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 happens next. And I've actually found that with that, I've I've found more interesting things than my original plans too which is which is cool. awesome and that is, that's the beauty of D, D, right like you never you never plan everything because you can't ever. of course yeah of course and and now like I'm, I'm going back and i'm like there's so many more things i've written this first book but there's so many more <laughs> things that i'm going back on and there's there's these amazing things and now like in the second book um um they are not just they're not just traversing the the mortal realm anymore. They're slipping into other realms too, which is which is very Spicy. exciting. And yeah, and you'll see that uh, a lot more in uh, in the uh, the books to come. Uh, I I have a big plan in my brain. I have a large document containing <laughs> your, all your of the board. lore that exists and doesn't exist yet is sort of just swimming around in my mind, mm -hmm. and I have to document it. Otherwise, I will forget. Um, <laughs> And and yes, so I've got I've got a lot of cool plans and 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 the most fun, most interesting thing is is finding how different um, the realms are too. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, and uh, you'll see that if 
when you when you read the second book too, you'll see how different the mortal realm is from from the other realms that exist, and uh, even the chaos portal. Uh, which is sort of the portal that exists between realms. There's also those those secret, uh, sneaky ways uh, of getting past, um, getting past the portal, finding that that extra side door that you didn't know that your house had. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that uh, really I was thinking about as I was reading it, I was like, oh man, what are like? I was like, pretty sure it was a D and D uh, campaign. I was like man, I wonder if like Paul would ever like write a campaign setting, like as a companion or something. Cause I think like, like, I mean, adults obviously, but I think especially like the youths, like, you know, would like love to like, I read this book and now I can play a game set in that world. I mean, like um, with all of the merch that I've been building on in my brain, I'm definitely going to be creating character sheets that, <laughs> that people can, people can like change the characters yeah. however they want. They can keep them however uh, I have them as well too, and I, I think that uh, this would absolutely be just a, a wonderful thing to to mm-hmm. to run around in 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 a role playing context. So mm-hmm. I I would love that. That would be fantastic, and yeah. I would be so jazzed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that vein, I mean, you you pretty much did all of this by yourself. Like, so you mm-hmm. you obviously wrote the book. Uh, you also self published, and yeah. you did your yeah. audio book, right? Yes. So uh, the fun thing is that is that um, for all of the stuff that I've done, I mean, besides the writing, um, I have been working with uh, other people, um, okay. even in the character building. I, I was working with other people that gave me the ideas. And um, when I first started publishing, uh, I wanted uh, I wasn't sure exactly what what I was doing, but I didn't want uh, to fully self-publish because it sort of scared me a little bit. And, and I, I felt like uh, with doing that, I wouldn't be able to get my books in the stores and on the shelves and stuff. And so I found this amazing publisher, Friesen Press, uh, that is uh, what I've learned is called a hybrid publisher, mm-hmm. which is sort of like you self-publish as much as you want and you sort of get uh you pay them for specific things that they can do like uh you can pay them for a certain amount of copy editing that you want you can pay them for a certain amount of promotion and so as a hybrid publisher they're they're still this large company and uh they're they're out of uh manitoba i think manitoba and and vancouver so they're from from canada which is uh, absolutely what i wanted to do i wanted uh as local as i could supporting um canadian publishers and so uh, I went to them and I immediately got an answer back and like I immediately got this amazing rapport with the consultants and with the editing team and everything and and I just sort of um I was I, I just felt at home it w- and it was wonderful and so um but yeah it's 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 this fantastic um fantastic company that sort of just allows you to do what you want for your book which is which cool. is great and uh, i didn't even know that hybrid publishing was a thing and uh and and i uh, i love i love every second of it um they're so great they they want you to succeed with your book even nice. if you have just something something rough uh at the beginning they will help you uh however they can to get that to where it can be uh, put out into the world which i love um and uh, in regards to like um, my artwork in mm-hmm. uh, my books and and my audiobook as well, um, that's all uh, thanks to all of my amazing friends who Aww. who I went to university with, who all graduated with with their different arts degrees. And so I reached out to uh, my amazing um, 
cover artist, uh, Sarah Gregory, and uh, she... Uh, who whom I had been in in Dungeons and Dragons campaigns with before, who had created art work for for our characters, and I was like, I love your style. I know other people love your style. I want your style on my book, and she immediately was like, Yes, absolutely, let's do this. Um, and uh, the same thing with uh, with Day Chase, who uh, is my amazing interior artist. I was like, Your line drawings are hung up all around my house, and I love them, and they're great. Can you put them inside my book? Uh, I want sort of that that feel that reading Narnia and Inkheart and everything mm. had where, where you would reach the end of a chapter and you would see a little bit of the chapter uh, depicted for you. And so and so she did. And, and, and her artwork is amazing. Um, very, very sort of tattoo-y. Uh, uh, tattoo feel to it, which is uh, very cool. And and so many people have come up to me being like, I might even just get this as a tattoo. And I'm like, that's awesome. That's pretty. That dope. would be crazy. Yeah. Um. And uh. And then of course my 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 uh, audiobook artist, uh, Sharia is spectacular. Uh. She. Uh. I had originally sent out so many uh, scripts to uh, a lot of my friends who have. Uh, shown interest in voice acting and uh, and who have done uh, a few projects here and there and um and I knew that she had this series that she had done on Facebook where she uh had just took uh, a book from herself and she would read it out to to her followers and and I sort of um I sent her all my stuff and I'm like, uh, get this back to me whenever you want. Uh, I I'd love to hear your voice attached to it. I, I want, because the main character of my book is female. I want a female or female presenting voice. Uh, and then she sent her stuff back and I immediately like bawled on my Aww. couch because I, I had not heard my stuff. Um, and, and at that moment, my world was be was inside of my head uh and and her voice is was so spectacular and it fit everything so well and i immediately latched onto it and i'm like let's do this i don't care how much uh you want you are uh you are my audiobook artist and and she has been so good and she she's doing all of the recording all of the editing uh, wow. all of the additions everything herself uh, and she uh every time she sends me a new chapter it's got this amazing musical score that she's found from Ooh. these musical uh websites and stuff and so we're working together to um to fully frame it to uh uh just build it have have the little bit of a score there too um to just really sort of envelop you in the world, which is which is awesome, and uh, and uh, she's fully she's fully done uh, all of the recording. We've still got some edits and and uh, and some licensing stuff to to figure out. But I'm hoping that I'll have the audiobook of the Chaos Portal out just in time for Christmas, uh, all of the winter holidays. Uh, then you can sit on your sit in your armchair around your fire, Ooh, drink yeah. eggnog, and listen yeah. to the Chaos Portal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's great yeah so uh you know i think a lot of I, I don't have a great sense of who our listeners are but like a lot of them are writers and people who would love to publish Amazing. a book one day Amazing. for you like kind of from maybe not like full conception of the book but like kind of the, pi the time for you mostly finished writing or at least finished yeah. your writing your first draft to yeah. publishing how long do you think that took I don't know. I'd say about so 
once I was done writing and I reached out to my publisher, um, they set sort of a time frame, which was seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, you start the intro months is, is them reading it and uh, getting a grasp of your world. And then, um, and then working with you a back and forth of copy editings, mm-hmm. uh, a back and forth of promotion of illustration of everything. And then, um, and then the publication. And uh, I, he'd originally said seven months. It was great. They got it done in five. Dang. It was fantastic. Awesome. So, so like with the writing, the writing probably took me about a year uh, because at first it was sort of just this thing that I was doing, this thing that I was writing. But then when, when it was finally done, I was like, oh, wait, this is th- over 300 pages. This is a book. I should publish it. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Um, but definitely with with my second book, um, uh, the writing process took me uh, a lot less time. But uh, of course, like I'm on like draft four of edits because it's it's the the first and uh, and if you're a writer, you will understand this as well. The first draft is a lot of hot garbage. <laughs> it's great and it's fun, but it's it's not ready it's not ready for anything yet. So you got to look it over. You got to find those, those, those specific things you pull out, you push out the garbage and pull out the hot, you keep the hot, push out the garbage. Uh, and it's, um, and it, and it was, it was great. And I had uh, all of these people who were, who were willing to help me on my edits and, and stuff as well. And so I, I got it to draft four and I was like, okay, I think, I don't think I could do anything else with this. Uh, and so now I've reached out to my publisher and and we're starting work on, on the copy editing now. And uh, hopefully in about five to six months, uh, I'll have a book too. Hey, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And, uh, and, and of course uh, the, the time that it will take you to publish will, will differ for every single publisher. Uh, and even uh, even the amount of things that you want to do, like, um, uh, obviously, I don't know too much about the conventional publishers um, and self-publishing. I know you can get a lot uh, done a lot faster as well, but um, but I, like I said, I wanted uh, to work with a publisher that would that would get me that that help that I needed to um, make sure that my book was the best that it could be and put it on shelves for people to read. Awesome. So uh, in that vein, where can people find your book? Uh, you can find it on Amazon. Uh, on, uh, it's, it's online everywhere. It's uh, online at Amazon.ca, uh, Barnes & Noble, uh, Indigo Chapters. Um, and then, of course, uh, it's not in too many stores. Um, I've got my uh i've got a couple of chapters in calgary uh that have stocked it i've got uh sh- chapter chinook and um what's the other one chinook and i really wish that i do because i, I don't know even that remember where all the chapters are now i've i've Summer? reached out i've reached out to so many i've mm. completely forgotten which ones have said yes um but uh, go to Chinook. You can find it there. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure you'll, uh, uh, besides that, you can find it online at uh, at any of the, the ones I said. You can also check out my website, uh, thechaosportal.ca, with direct links to uh, any of any of the online stores as well. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, we kind of already talked about it, but like, what's up next for you and where should people go if they want to keep an eye out for your next projects? Uh, absolutely. Um, I, uh, like I said, I have finished drafting and I'm ready to put a uh, book two uh, out into the uh, the publishing hemisphere. Uh, so keep keep an eye on me for that. Uh, I'm not going to release the title yet. I'm going to keep it a secret until I've uh, I've got uh, a little bit closer to the uh, to the um, to the deadline. Um, and uh, check out the audio book. Um, and yeah, uh, you can help uh, me with um, my sort of uh, crowdfunding campaign that I'm doing to to work on uh, building up the the next few books in the series. Um, I'm not sure it's how many money. yet, but I've got a lot. Yeah, uh, so I I have my own uh, coffee. Um, uh, coffee slash Paul Van Hoodigam, I think. Um, that's, and then of so course, listeners, that's that's it's like co dash K O dash F I, right? F I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've worked with Kickstarter in the past, and they've done they've done really good. But but I wanted to do something that was sort of just always there in the background. Um, my little sort of um, uh, sort of just background uh, campaign right you make, you make um, things that people enjoy you should exactly. pay for it yeah and uh and and there's like i said there's lots of uh lots of ideas in my brain of of future merch and and uh other things who knows maybe even in the future i might create uh a like monster guide or uh, or like a world guide too so who knows i got a lot of i got a lot of ideas and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep sticking with them until my my head runs dry so hell yeah hell yeah cool uh yeah is there anywhere in particular you want people to keep an eye out for you are you on social medias or anything like that uh check out my uh my instagram uh which i believe is uh pv author uh you can um uh follow my tiktok as well which is uh paul's portal um yeah uh lots lots of stuff out there to to um to follow as well so yeah uh keep keep on keeping on look out for all the cool chaos portal stuff yeah yeah awesome well thank you for joining us here paul uh yeah folks if you haven't checked out the chaos portal do so it's a fun time You'll enjoy it. That's, I mean, I, I can't guarantee that everybody's going to enjoy it, but like I enjoyed it. And if you're listening to this podcast, uh, presumably you at least share some of my taste. So yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's, there's even some professional reviews you can check out. You can check out the review of my book uh, at Kids Lit Cafe, I believe. I'm going to, uh, oh, sorry, kidslitbookcafe.com. Okay. Uh, you'll cool. find that as well. Um, yeah and i guess yeah. we should say this is this is definitely like not an all ages book but this is a, a most ages book i would say absolutely yeah. i mean uh, of course uh I, I i marketed it as as a young adult yeah. novel but it, it's good for everyone honestly yeah, yeah. It, uh i i think you'll love it uh, if you love any 
fun stories about magic and mischief and mayhem i i think you'll i think you'll quite enjoy this yeah unlike many of the books we cover on this show this one is definitely good for kids so if you listen to this podcast and you're like these people never recommend any books that doesn't have a lot of swearing and sex in them this is the book go buy it for your kids absolutely awesome well thank you very much paul and thank you yeah, and at the end of it oh so I and I totally forgot to tell to tell you this ahead of time. So at the end of every episode, we talk about what we're reading right now. So what are you reading Amazing. right now? Uh, I am reading the Sun and the Star, the uh, recent uh, Rick Riordan publication. Um, I've I've always been inspired by Rick Riordan and the stories and the characters that he writes. So I've I've got that, and then of course uh, I am also reading the uh, Dragonlance Chronicles because uh, I I never had and and uh, um, one of my friends w- was like you're you're writing a and D flavored book you should read some D and D books <laughs> and so I was like okay you got me fair yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's. I've read the second one of the series, uh, Winter's Dawn. Ugh. I actually haven't read. I haven't read. They're 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 great. They're very good. Um, but uh, but I've completely forgotten the titles. That's okay. Um, the second. Yeah, that's what I'm reading. Cool, yeah. cool. Uh, I'm reading. Uh, what am I reading right now? I'm reading. Oh, Paladin's Hope by T. Kingfisher, which is really mm. good. Um. And God, there's another one. Oh, I'm reading The Bell in the Fog by Lev A.C. Rosen, which is coming out in October. Um, this is like a fun mystery set in 1950s San Francisco. And it like Ooh. follows like it's like a an openly gay detective and awesome solving mysteries for where people because the cops will not and beat them up. I love that. Yeah, that's it's dope. Great. It's dope uh cool uh other than that uh you can find me at twitter um, no not on twitter well no never no never again uh you can find me on most social medias uh, i'm on blue sky now at steph o kingston you can find uh absent hosts joss and christina at four or five wits and at christina lad and and then yeah at the end of every episode we just yell books oh i'm loving it okay ready Right. One, two, three. Books. Books. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Thank you for listening to No Page Unturned, part of the Geekly Inc. podcast family. You can now find us on Blue Sky at No Page Unturned. Our amazing theme music is by Bad Sparrow, and our cover art is by Mango You Art. Mm-hmm.